0: for the home team on fm 93.7 and am 860 the answer the home team is brought to you in part by the law firm of papa and guide visit papa and by advent health center ice off i-75 at state route 56 in Weston chapel by grace family church just try it by vermost insurance by mahoney's auto repair by the palm pavilion on clearwater beach by the Positive Coaching Alliance, by Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants, and by Amerifirst Mortgage. And now, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic, and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers,
1: here's Paul Porter. He's been the best goalie in the league all year for a reason, and uh, he's playing that way, and we feel calm when he's back there. And. Even when a little mishap happens, you know, we know we have full confidence that, you know, he's going to be there for us. So he's uh, he's been a rock for us. It was uh, satisfying the fact that, you know, I made
2: that error, and was able to, you know, still close it out. So uh, that's probably the only satisfying thing. Um, other than that, it's a good win. And you know there's one more, which is the hardest one to win. So try to get some rest here and get ready for the next game. And in goal number 30, Van Bishop. Ah, those were the days. Yes. <laughs> back I, when I, the Lightning had two good goal. And I have
3: a, a Ben Bishop shirt with his uh, the yeah, number on the back yeah. and name on the back. Yep.
2: We dedicate those two clips of uh, Jason Spezza and Ben Bishop to the president and vice president <laughs> of the Andre Vasilevsky fan and, club. And we're
3: waiting for the vice president vice to get president in right Vice president is now. stuck
2: in traffic, so we're waiting for him to arrive. But uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. For the remainder of the playoffs, I am a Dallas Stars fan. That's the team I'm rooting for. No, no,
3: no. I I like Ben Bishop too, and I I I wouldn't mind seeing them win it all.
2: I would love to see Dallas and Columbus in the Stanley Cup Final and have John Tortorella against Ben Bishop. Why not? That that would be fun. I mean, Lightning aren't in it, so let's uh, let's let's get former Lightning people. Yes, former Lightning people. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see what happens. the uh, The uh, series there is now three to two. And as Ben Bishop said, uh, one more win. The toughest one to get is yep. the fourth win. And they'll be trying to do that tomorrow night in Dallas at mm-hmm. home uh, and and close out that series. And
3: Columbus and Boston are tied at two. Very competitive mm-hmm. series there. Uh, game five tonight.
2: And, of course, uh, the winner of that will move on to meet the Carolina Hurricanes yep. who swept the New York Islanders. Very impressive. Uh, so now officially the bottom four in the East uh, – with the exception of Boston right now, Boston-Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, three of the bottom four have beaten three of the top four. In and, the it's
3: in, and it's intriguing. I will say that's that's the word that comes to mind, very intriguing. You just don't often see that, um, and um, it, 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 it makes you wonder. Are, are the lower-seeded teams better built to win in the playoffs than teams that had much better regular seasons?
2: Well, what I would like to see, and this has been said by many of the prognosticators and pontificates and and all of that, I would like to see them call the game the same in the playoffs that they do in the regular season. If you're going to call holding and and hooking and and various penalties in the regular season, call them exactly the same in the postseason. Because when you play 82 games thinking that the season's going to be a particular way, and then it's totally different rules going into the second uh, mm-hmm. season. Um, as we've seen, all four division winners have not been able to adjust.
3: But I don't know that that's, that plays the biggest factor. There still have been penalties called. And, and the bottom line is, I mean, if they've been doing it that way, haven't they been doing it that way for years, where the the officials may be uh, hesitant to call a penalty? They don't want to decide the games in the playoffs, so they let them play a little bit more. That doesn't seem unreasonable that they haven't done that in for the past, However, many years.
2: This is what I think is happening, Jason. And before you disagree with me, just think it through. Okay. And nothing to do with NBC, and we'll get to them in a minute because mm-hmm. they're not very happy in New York right now. But I think the league recognized that teams like the Lightning, like Winnipeg, uh, like uh, uh, Nashville were so head and shoulders ahead of the the teams below them, mm-hmm. that they thought, okay, we've got to find some way to level the playing field, to make this a competitive six- or seven-game series. We've got to find a way to do that, because we don't want the four-division winners just blowing through the, the the five, six, seven, and eight seeds. So we got to level the playing field. But, you know, if you're tipping the scale to make it even, I think what happened is, They leveled the playing field too much, Mm -hmm. and they said, "Okay, we're not going to call penalties unless it's blatant, where we have to absolutely call it." I mean, I've seen calls or non calls even in the game last night, the St. Louis and uh, and and Dallas, uh, where one of the St. Louis players was literally tripped and went head over heels and Uh landed on his back. Right. It was a blatant call, and even in the. the young lady Schofield, who was the Olympic um, gold medalist, right. was doing the color, and she said that should have been a penalty. Right, that exactly. that was tripping. You know, yeah. and they showed it over and over.
3: So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and, and penalties should be. I mean, listen, if it's in the rule book, it's in the rule book. Okay, mm-hmm. what is a penalty? What is not a penalty? And and I guess what you want from the officials uh, in any sport is to call it consistently. Sure. Of course, now sometimes some of these penalties, like like us like, say in the NBA, this this new where. Where if the guy goes up for a shot and you can't land within his vicinity or whatever, and then in the NFL, what constitutes a catch? Sometimes they make the rule very complicated, where it's it can be difficult to interpret. Mm-hmm. But but in other in other cases, uh, if if tripping is tripping or or slashing or cross checking or whatever it is. I um, mean, if it happens and the, the official is there, he they're supposed to be looking for it. If well, they see it, you got to call it. Uh, for example,
2: in the Columbus series, there were two games where there was a total of one penalty against Columbus in two games. And realistically you're not going to have one penalty against a team in two games. No. You're going to have seven or eight, You know, right. at least three or four per game. Right.
3: That's you Look at the, what the average would right.
2: be. So they're obviously calling it different. differently. And Roy yeah. Cummings is going to join us at 1130, and we'll talk with him about this as well. Uh, but I think the league overcompensated to help the weaker teams, and they, they said, okay, we're not going to call penalties, or we're not going to call them unless it's blatant. Mm-hmm. And teams like Columbus and Carolina took advantage of that, and they muscled and, and they, they stronghold the uh, skilled teams. I, I think that happened with Winnipeg. There's uh, another skilled team that, that, that was had their yeah, game taken um, away from them. Certainly the Lightning certainly uh, – Uh, teams uh, such as uh, Washington.
3: But even uh, if if that is the case, you you wouldn't expect um, the Lightning to not win a game in the first round. You you wouldn't expect a team like Pittsburgh, an experienced team who's won Stanley Cups in recent years, to not win a game Mm -hmm. against the the New York Islanders. So even if the officials are calling it differently, you, you would expect more out of the veteran teams, and you really didn't get it. It would be like to
2: use a baseball analogy. Uh, if the umpire says, "Okay, in the playoffs, we're not going to call the corners anymore. Right. It's going to have to be right down the middle, or it's not. It's a ball."
3: Well, and that, of course, in baseball, and that you, would
2: throw everything off. Well,
3: well, and, and different umpires tend to have different strike zones anyway, which that that mm-hmm. causes a lot of people to be in an uproar because a lot of people will say, "Well, listen." It's a strike is a strike and a ball is a ball. It shouldn't change from umpire to umpire, but we know that it does. Just because you know it's 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 how they it's how they view uh, the strike zone in their own mind. So that it, it can tend to change, and that causes some kind. Con- that's why I think some people, although I'm not in favor for it, are in favor for having a machine back there mm-hmm. to to call the uh, the balls and strikes.
2: Mr. Bychek has joined us, battling through the traffic uh, to get here. Appreciate you uh, battling through the traffic. Uh, had a big hole Mr. in vice the. President.
4: They had a big hole in the veterans. So one day I come down the veterans <laughs> to get here quicker. So they were actually repairing it, and it was ah. four lanes going into one, right down by the airport. So finally, I got past it.
2: Glad you made it past it. Yes, sir. I heard
4: your clips, and I heard
2: dedicated that. to the president and yes, vice sir. president. Yes, ah. sir. And I'm just. Happy as can be for Ben Bishop. And I'm rooting for him, and uh, I'd love to see him go to the Stanley Cup. Interesting to note, uh, NBC's ratings are down 45%, almost half of what they normally get. You can attribute a lot of that, I think, to the Canadian teams being out. You can also attribute it to the four division winners being out.
3: Well, you look at the particular markets that are left. I think Mm -hmm. that has a lot to do. I mean, Boston's the big one left.
2: New York is out. LA didn't even make it. And and again, Chicago didn't make it. So,
3: I mean, who do we got? We got, I guess, Denver, Colorado. Denver is still in it. That's a bigger mm -hmm. market. You also have to attribute to
4: less games. Uh, There's obviously less games because there have been two or three 4-0 shutouts, which those would add viewers for those three games.
2: Well, they're looking at percentages after... Certain number, you're talking of about games. the Nielsen, yeah. yeah. So
4: no, they hadn't had enough games, so that's yeah. one.
2: Well, anyway, NBC cannot be happy with the way things are going. And, well, well, uh, not well bad they, for them.
4: I, uh, you know, we were trying to do some math the other day, and uh, I, I think I've heard a number that the Lightning uh, miss out on a million dollars of profit per game. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how accurate that Jeff, is. Jeff, that's very accurate. Jeff Vining, you know? I
3: think, wrote a letter to the uh, the uh, the fans of the season. Mm-hmm. He wrote a, them, a letter.
4: So. The players wrote a letter, and. Uh, You know, you start looking at that, and uh, you're expecting 10 to 12 million. You know, if you have a decent playoff run, and you know, two million. It's just, it's advertisers, it's uh, uh, beer, it's uh, promotional, it's jerseys, it's cup. You know, everything.
2: Well, we got a lot to talk about as far as the playoffs are concerned. Are you still following them, the the playoffs?
4: I I watch it a little bit. I'm I'm not overly interested. I, you know, good for Bishop. I, you know, I'd like to see him win it. Tortorello. you know, he was a good guy here and uh, left under, you know, interesting circumstances. Uh, you know, uh, Charlotte or, or uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. that's actually
3: play uh, Raleigh, Raleigh, yeah. Raleigh, North Carolina.
4: Raleigh, they look good. Um, you know, so it, it's interesting. I don't have a dog in the hunt. You know, it'd be nice to see uh, somebody different in there, which uh, – I well, think leads to the parody of
2: it. I'm rooting for a Dallas-Columbus final. That would be nice, yes. Yes. Uh, Ben Bishop against John Tortorella. The, you know, the Rays have the, the best finals. record in baseball. Yes, they do. A, 21 11 <laughs> Next on my list, Tampa Bay Rays uh, had a little bump in the road Wednesday when they lost a doubleheader to the Royals, but then they jumped right back on Thursday and got the win and uh, beat a bad Baltimore team uh, 7 to seven nothing. No, uh, looking at the schedule, though, it's going to be very interesting. Next weekend and the weekend after that, Uh, Next weekend, the Yankees are at Tropicana Field. And the weekend after that, the Rays are at Yankee Stadium. So we're going to have back-to-back weekends of the Rays and the Yankees. And uh, that'll go a long way, I think. Granted, it's only May, but that'll go a long way towards... Kind of showing where the teams are. Both kind of using it as measuring sticks.
3: No question about it. Yankees are playing better baseball. They got off to a little bit of a rough start, but they're uh, they're eighteen and thirteen right now. The just two and a half behind the Rays. So yeah, those are those are two big series.
2: They, they stat came out. The Rays have a seventy eight percent chance of making the playoffs based on their start twenty one and eleven. So uh, looking very good, as though they will uh, be in the playoffs. And then there's a guy by the name of Tyler Glass now that has just been tearing it up. And uh, he was the winner again last night uh, over the Orioles. And Kevin Cash uh, talked uh, about Tyler Glass now, and uh, this is what uh, Kevin Cash had to say.
4: just continues to impress the things that he's done with his delivery, the mechanics, the consistency of it. All of those things are playing a role. Today he didn't have many guys on base, but the way he's even worked with holding runners and stuff like that, all these little things are playing a role.
2: And Kevin Cash uh, saying that uh, things are a lot of different things that he's doing, uh, playing that role, and uh, all in all, uh, things are going very well for him. And uh, let's hope the Rays can keep it going. They've got uh, another game with Baltimore today and then again tomorrow. So uh, things are going very well, and uh, hopefully there will be some people there next weekend that aren't Yankee fans uh, when the Rays return home. Arizona's in for three, I believe, uh, starting on Monday. So uh, prior to that, uh, we'll, see, we'll see what they can do against the Yankees and should be a, a lot of fun next weekend. Uh, mentioned that Roy Cummings going to be joining us at 1130. We'll look forward to talking to him about both uh, the Buccaneers and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Buck's draft. Jason, you weren't happy with the draft. Mm-hmm.
3: Excuse me. No, no, I was not. Um, uh, I, I like the first overall pick, uh, Devin White. I think he's a very good player. He's got a great attitude. I think he could be a, a, a leader, a real leader of, of this team. All the other picks, um, very questionable. We, we got a lot of defensive backs, got some safeties. Uh, we've already picked... A lot of defensive backs and safeties in recent drafts. Last year's draft, even the draft before that, uh, even you could go back to one before that. We, we're, with our first overall pick, uh, we got um, Vernon Hargrave. So, uh, and the secondary is only as good as the uh, the defensive line and getting the pass rush. Okay, uh, even if the 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 cornerbacks uh, and safeties are good, talented players, if the quarterback has all day to throw they're not going to be very effective. You've got to get a pass rush. We didn't have a pass rush last year. Really, the only one who showed up on the defensive line was Jason Pierre-Paul. Okay, So I felt we needed to address that by getting defensive linemen. I believe we only picked up one defensive lineman later on in the draft. You really don't know how effective he's going to be. Uh, And then, again, the other area of need was running back. Okay, If Bruce Arians is adamant about fixing... Uh, James winston one way to do that is uh is to give him a solid running game the last couple of seasons with uh with peyton barber as the lead back we haven't had a good running game okay we didn't address the running back uh position in free agency we needed to pick a running back i would have even considered picking two running backs okay two running backs to, to try to get um um, uh you know maybe give yourself a better shot mm-hmm. at uh at, at having one of them at least work out
2: mm-hmm. absolutely so
3: uh so i think overall i, I just don't don't think the bucks uh, uh fully addressed uh their biggest needs and that that's my concern
2: well we'll see what happens as far as the the draft is concerned and uh what i'm hearing from a number of people is that uh it appears as though Bruce Arians was not totally sold on the current talent that the Buccaneers have on the roster. And that's why they drafted so many cornerbacks, and that's why they went to, to the direction they did.
3: But here's my, my area. So he wasn't cons- – and in particular we talked about before the show, he wasn't um, as impressed with the cornerbacks they drafted last year. But he is impressed with our defensive line, given how they performed last year.
2: I I I think he didn't think there was as pressing a need there as there was at cornerback. Oh, I don't agree mis- with him. Yeah, I yeah. disagree with him. But uh, that's all I what I'm hearing right. is how he felt. So,
3: I just think that that's a that's a major mistake.
2: Uh we'll see what happens. Uh, John, did you have any thoughts on the uh
3: on, you know,
4: the, on the draft? Um it's it's been an interesting draft and in and a lot of the sportscasters here said we should have got the edge rusher. I think we still need help with the running back. Um I think it's still up in the air. It appears McCoy's going to be gone. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make a trade for him.
3: Uh, you know, it's one of those things that Garrett- Maybe
2: for a running back. Well... I'm hearing Cleveland, and Jason, you mentioned Duke someone, Johnson. I was
3: talking to someone about it, the possibility of trading McCoy to Cleveland for for Duke Johnson. Uh, maybe then we get our, our running back that we need. But, um, you know, th- there's been a lot of talk that the the way we've handled uh, Gerald McCoy has been uh, really uh, not not good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a guy who's who's been... Uh, you know he's been a, a solid player, a solid character individual. Uh, you know the way this just hasn't. The way good Brooks thing. went
4: out a little bit uh, with
3: some- yeah,
2: I agree with that. But here, taking it from the Bucks' point of view, okay, he's due twelve million dollars. Thirteen, thirteen. I thought it was twelve. Okay, whatever it is. Yep. call it twelve uh, <laughs> five. He's due that. I think we'd all agree that he's not worth. No, that. but could and you
3: could you already have traded him, maybe? Maybe got, you made a deal last that's year. That's what
2: makes him hard to trade, because nobody wants to pick up that salary.
4: I think he's got one more $13 million, twelve five 12-5 year left in him. When Do you, you really? Look at, you look at the clubhouse, you look at the community, and that's where we've struggled. I mean, Winston's had his off-the-field problems. McCoy has had none. Uh, he's had some injury issues. But you can't take that intangible away from the clubhouse. I mean, uh, uh, Kirk Gibson uh, just barely crippled and hits a home run. You, you you just can't take that locker room leadership away, in my opinion. And I know he's not the vocal leader, kind of the leader in the clubhouse. And uh, I just think he deserves one more year at $13 million. I, I think
2: in. the Bucs uh, have go- approached him about reducing his contract and, and maybe taking a little bit less to keep him here. But from what I've heard, he's not interested in doing that, that he's – going to play hardball and he wants every nickel that's coming to him. And if he doesn't get it here, he'll get it somewhere else. Unless they could, correct me if I'm wrong, they could just flat out release him. And I don't know if that $12 million is guaranteed or not. Uh, if they just outright released him, I I think it might be, but uh, of course
3: then to, to to get nothing for a player of him who's who's made the play- Pro Bowl so many times and who's been yeah you know at least considered at one point one of the top defensive linemen in the game the that option would be, would be to
4: say look uh, we want you we're not going to pay you thirteen million will you take a pay cut to ten nine I, and I
2: think that's what they've tried you know. to do but uh, uh, McCoy has said no thank you I,
3: you know I, I just look at the overall roster of this team and. I, I don't think it's that good. I mean, they were 5-11 and 11 last year, 5-11 and 11 the year before that. Okay, we're, we're going to be playing minus uh, some key players like Adam Humphreys and Quan Alexander, mm-hmm. and even Deshaun Jackson. I know Deshaun Jackson didn't live up to the hype, but he's still a speed threat. He still is a talented player we're not going to have on the field. You know, I mean, it, it, can the coaching staff alone turn this team around? That's the big question. If the team does vastly improve it's going to be all because of the coaches i just question that that, that that's going to happen
2: one last thing we want to mention then we'll hit a break and come back with your phone calls uh in if you want to join us we have one line and only one line open 289-1860 in hillsboro and toll free at 877-969-8600 uh kentucky derby who do you like john one of the horses. <laughs> <laughs>
3: same, same answer for me.
2: And I have to say, I'm in the same category with both of you. I, I don't have a clue uh, who's running in the Kentucky Derby today. My wife is just gaga. For In fact, we- we've got an event we're going to today that we're going to be away from the TV. So what we did was we set it up to record from, I think it's 2.45 to 7 o'clock. It's coverage of the, of the minute and a half Kentucky Derby. Uh, but... I, I I appreciate it because it's the Super Bowl of horse racing. We were making, if you will, we
3: were making the hats at the bakery. One of our employees was doing the hats with the, okay. putting some nice flowers. It's on a it big for deal each, for each of the employees to wear today at the, at the bakery. It's the is, biggest is she, deal
2: in horse racing. Is Miss Jan wearing a hat to your event? She not to the event, but she usually oh. does when she's watching the uh, Kentucky Derby. Got it. But uh, here's the contest: you call in and you pick a horse that you want to win. Or not want, but you think will win. If your horse wins, simple. You win the prize pack. Uh you can the field is wide open. You can take any horse you want. We're not you, doing
4: any kind of trifecta or no you know, win no, no. place show or anything. Just of that. pick the winner. Just pick the winner. Just
2: pick and you could say shenanigans. And I'll write down shenanigans for you and probably isn't even a horse that's in the race. But you just pick it out. If you know enough about the Kentucky Derby uh, and know enough about horse racing. God bless you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll put you in the contest. And, uh, and may the best man or woman win.
3: Well, but I also must mention, uh, a uh, fight tonight. Uh, light heavyweights. Ready for these ones?
2: Uh, what is a light heavyweight?
3: 175 pounds. <laughs>
2: Either they're heavy or they're light.
3: Well, it's the the heavyweight is the is two hundred pounds or more. <laughs> then they got the cruiser weight was right around one hundred and ninety pounds. Light heavyweight division is is one hundred seventy five pounds. That just doesn't
2: pounds. make sense to me. Light heavyweight. Well,
3: there's different divisions. There, there's like uh, wh- different, who do you have? Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, better beev versus Kalagic.
2: Yeah, good. Better 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll free at eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. More of the home team coming up on FM ninety three point seven and AM eight sixty. The
3: Answer. Find us
0: online at theanswer dot com. Do you hear it tonight? The sprinklers run. Buffers buff. Rinks freeze. Perfectly straight chalk lines are laid down, ready for tomorrow when the sun rises and lessons come to life as our kids pass shoot. Run and throw. As they experience all that goes with winning and losing. As they learn to practice with diligence and discipline. To value the team above self. To compete with character, sportsmanship, and integrity on the field of play. And most importantly, in life. As they look to us to see if we are doing the same. Sports Be a part of it. Positive Coaching Alliance. PositiveCoach.org.
2: Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. Paul Porter here. We're visiting today with Pastor Matt Roden, who is the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church, and I have to say, he is one of my favorite speakers. In fact, there's been a lot of buzz about town, about some of the messages, and very timely from what I understand.
1: Man, we are just trying to provide real answers to questions that people are actually asking. You know, we talk a lot about real-life things that people struggle with, doubts and fears and struggles and anxieties about all kinds of topics. And uh, really, we're just trying to jump in the conversation everyone in Tampa is already having, but add some spiritual perspective to that, gives give people some things to really think about. So it's
2: some things that you can apply to your everyday Monday through Saturday life. It's not just something
1: on Sunday. That's exactly right. We're, we're talking about Monday. That's what we're talking about every time we're talking to you on a weekend. This Sunday, you're invited to services at Grace Family
0: Church, 930 and 1130 at any of their five area campuses. See what's in store at JustTryGrace.com. News, Insight, Passion. AM 860, The Answer.
2: If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E dot com. Papa and Guyp, the official law firm of the home team. The Dennis Prager Show. They measure their solidarity with a
3: candidate based on whether they like the person. I will acknowledge that that has never been a factor in whether or not I support somebody for president. In these positions, likability is irrelevant.
0: Weekdays at noon on AM 860,
2: The Answer. Are you having structural issues at your house? bowing walls, a cracked foundation, settling structure, sagging crawl space supports, uneven sidewalks, driveway, or pool deck? You need to talk to the people at LRE Ground Services. They've helped me on two different occasions, and they stand behind their work. If you're having to deal with any of these issues, one call can put your mind at ease just like it did mine. 800-580-0229. 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter or the home team for a free no-obligation estimate. LREGSI.com so just how smart is your smartphone add a couple dozen iq
0: points to your digital friend by downloading the am860 app local news national headlines and incisive commentary turning your smartphone into a genius the am860 app is the answer
2: Attention churchgoers, are you looking for something to do right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line for a crowded restaurant. The best part? A ticket to the game with brunch is just $17 per person in advance, $21 day of the game. Every Sunday home game at Spectrum Field on U.S. 19 in Clearwater. We'll And we welcome you back to the home team on FM 93.7 and AM 860, The Answer. Glad to have you with us on Kentucky Derby Saturday. And we have a contest going where you pick the winner of the Kentucky Derby. If your horse comes in as the winner, you win the prize pack. I'm, look, I'm looking. The
3: the TV coverage starts at noon. Now, that the post time is listed not till 6.50, so I'm assuming they're going to have other races, I mean, lesser races on. I mean, to have nothing but that kind of coverage from 12 until Almost seven. I don't
2: think they're showing any other races. I, wow! I think it's all pageantry now that's, and that's
3: very dedicated. to, to, have and, to uh, if you're going to sit through and watch all that,
2: just uh, <laughs> say hello to my wife. She loves it. I mean, <laughs> well, she, might
3: get, well, well, I should say they do the same thing for the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. okay, they have a lot of. Well, and
2: this is the Super Bowl the of horses. Yeah, racing.
3: yeah, that, that's true. Now they're expecting some rain this afternoon, so they that's often the case. Yeah, might it muddies up the track.
2: Let's go to the phone lines. Rob will get things started for us today. Hello, Rob. You're on the home team.
5: Good morning. I enjoyed the the, the banter there back and forth. Thank Thank you. you. Paul, I emailed you two stories, so everything that I'm going to say, I'm going to be super brief, is in the email. There's an article from Sports Illustrated, and then there's a good article from Football Scoop on the draft. But Mr. Cummings is coming in. He might have more information than this. Are you aware that uh, the government has started to arrest Alliance of American Football People?
2: No, Uh, I was not aware of that. Wow.
5: $600 million missing. Cryptocurrency. Bitcoin. I'm not making this up. It's in the article. It's in Sports Illustrated Monday. What a
2: mess. You know, the biggest thing with that, I think, Rob, is it's, and and we apologize we mistakenly hung up on you we didn't do that on purpose if you want to call back you're you're welcome to but the the biggest thing with that I think is that it really makes it tough for any other upstart football league to be taken seriously because everybody's going to think of this league right right away. And whether it be the arena League, or whether it be the one that vince mcMahon the, the XFL, is, is And of course the, and
3: the xFL is going to be its second time around that the first one was kind of a disaster with that one only lasted one season
2: yeah so uh, but it makes it tough to have any credibility for for other ventures
3: well, none of them outside of the arena Football League have really worked or lasted mm-hmm. for that long i mean of course, I mean maybe the most famous one was the u s f l because at the time they were getting a lot of the the uh the big name players coming out of the draft who who were signing there instead of the the NFL initially but of course when that folded then they they went to the NFL but even that didn't last very long
2: Are you back with us Rob?
6: Yeah, Paul this is Rob.
2: Oh, this is the other Rob. Okay. All right. Hang on Rob, we'll get we'll get to you in just a bit. Okay, hold on. Up. Oh, there he goes again. But anyway, hang on, we'll get to you in just a bit uh yeah that and that's unfortunate and right. but interesting articles that uh rob from newport richie brings up so uh we'll we'll uh see if we can hook back up with him and uh, we'll also be talking uh let's go, in fact let's go to him now roy cummings is standing by Uh roy thanks for joining us on the home team
7: uh it's been too long paul how have
2: you been my friend absolutely great to talk with you again and wanted to talk both bucks and bolts with you and Obviously, uh, your main focus uh, often is on the Bucks, and I wanted to get your impressions of the draft, and and how do you think the Bucks did?
7: You know, I thought they I thought they did a good job. I really do. I mean, I wouldn't give them an A plus. I think it's kind of silly to, to grade people right out of the box because you know we got to wait and see how these players all work out. You know, sometimes your first round pick seems like a, a slam dunk when you get it; seems like certainly the right pick, but then. You know, sometimes they don't work out, and sometimes you find a fourth-round pick that uh, suddenly becomes a starter for you. So you have to give it some time. But, I, I mean, based on what they needed, um, I, I, I like the approach. Uh, I don't think there's any question Devin White was the best player on the board for them uh, at the time they took him in the first round. I know there's a lot of uh, speculation about, you know, why didn't the Bucks take uh, – uh, uh, William uh, Green Williams in the second round. I think they had an idea of what it is that they're looking for in terms of cornerbacks, and let's face it, Green Williams uh, dropped a lot further than just uh, past the buck spot. So um, I, I like the Sean Bunting pickup. I, I really do, and I like the fact that they addressed cornerback, that was certainly an area of need. And you know what, the biggest controversy. I don't have a problem with them taking a kicker. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And you know, here's the thing: when you get to the fifth round, Paul you're basically looking at what you hope will be special teams players. I and mean, certainly you hope that your fifth, sixth, and seventh round picks be, you know, somehow surprise everybody and become Tom Brady and become starters for 19 years. But it's rare that that happens. Usually from the fifth round on, you're getting backup players, proje- um, projects, players who have some skill and ability that you have to work with a lot and develop in order to get them to even to be possibly uh, backup uh, caliber players. But in, the, but in the kicker, in Matt Gay. They've got a guy who should step in right away as a starter for them at one of the most important positions on the field. You know, yeah, usually the they, leading
2: scorer on the team,
7: right? Exactly. Thanks for making my point for me, Paul, because that's something I think a lot of people maybe they don't realize, or they overlook, or they just ignore. Um, but listen, you know, how many games nowadays are won and lost not just by a field goal or a missed extra point, but how many games are won and lost because a field goal or, miss, or a missed extra point forces a team on offense in particular to basically blow up its, uh, its game plan for the day and start all over because you've fallen behind. Don't forget, the primary objective the Buccaneers are trying to correct this year is they're trying to avoid being down by 20 points uh, by the time they get to the middle of the second quarter. That's kind of where they were last year and the year before often, and, and that's a problem. So they're trying to avoid that. One way to avoid that is when your offense bogs down, at the thirty-yard line, you've got a kicker that can hit, kick a uh, thirty-eight or a forty-yard uh, field goal. If you've got a guy who can do that consistently, you're going to get more points. You're going to stay ahead of the game a little bit, and you're not going to be playing from behind. So, I really like the whole approach. Um, we'll see over time how it works out in terms of the personnel, but the approach I think was strong. And I, I to be honest, I, I think the uh, the personnel is going to be just fine.
3: Right. This is Jason Alessi. I had a question re- regarding all the defensive backs uh, that, that the Bucs took. Now I know that. Um, uh, last season, and even the last couple of draft picks, they've drafted a lot of cornerbacks uh, and safeties. And uh, the, the thing about it that's, that's a little confusing to me, I think a secondary is only as good as the defensive line and the ability to rush the passer. The Bucks were horrible last year at getting any kind of pressure on the quarterback. Really, I think the only player that, that showed up on the defensive line was Jason Pierre-Paul. I would have thought they would have been more inclined to get more defensive linemen. You try to improve the pass rush and if you can improve the pass rush that ultimately helps the secondary but I think believe we only took one defensive lineman uh, much later in the draft and really didn't address that area at all
7: Yeah that's true you're right uh, I mean I do like the kid out of Iowa that they picked up I think that's going to be a good addition uh, over time uh, I don't know if he's going to you know step out, step in right away and make an impact but I think he will over time uh, and I see your point and I understand your frustration with that as well but one thing you got to remember about the Buccaneers for years they were drafting for a 4-3 zone scheme. And when I say zone, the, the cornerbacks in the secondary were primarily playing zone. They were playing quarters. They were playing uh, Tampa 2. What they're going to do now is they're going to play a press man scheme. And you've got to have players who fit that scheme. Um, I think they believe that Carlton Davis, MJ Stewart, Vernon Hargraves uh, can fit that scheme. They've played it before. Certainly Vernon Hargraves excelled at that in college. Uh, so there's hope for him uh, going forward. I think the same for Carlton Davis with his long arms. MJ Stewart perhaps uh, whether he plays safety or corner. But uh, at the end of the day, they had to find players who fit a, a press man scheme. And, uh, because you're gonna, and that's what helps the, the, the pass rush. Um, one thing about a zone is you're going to play eight yards off uh, to begin with. And when you play those eight yards off, you're going to give somebody the opportunity to get into his route. And if it's a short crossing route, uh, you're never going to catch up anyway. And that's kind of what the, teams like the Saints, for example, uh, they, they beat teams to death with that. Uh, just these short, shallow cra- crossing routes, and what the Bucks are going to try to do now at the cornerback position is slow uh, that route and stop those guys right at the line of scrimmage, get them off their rhythm. That split second can be the difference between a pass rusher getting home and not getting home. And the Bucks internally believe that their pass rush is just—they think it's going to be a little bit better anyway. They like Jason Pierre-Paul, obviously. They think Carl Nassib has found his—you uh, know—his groove. Uh, and figure some things out, and they think he's going to be a little bit better. Uh, they certainly believe Vitavia is going to have uh, more pressure this year uh, if he's healthy, uh, having uh, played some in the league now. And when you add Noah Spence and the linebackers, and you've got the linebackers attacking the line of scrimmage the way uh, Devin White and Levante David will through that double-A gap, uh, that's going to create a lot of uh, mayhem. At least that's, that's the plan. Don't forget, the Buccaneers are going to attack more through the middle now mm-hmm. and kind of force that quarterback, instead of escaping through the middle, to try to escape to the outside where their hope is he's going to meet either an outside linebacker, Jason Pierre, Paul, or Carl Nassib, or Noah Spence. So it, it, the scheme and the idea makes sense, and that's why they had to go with the corners because they've got to have somebody who can hold somebody up at the line, interrupt their route immediately, not uh, eight yards down the field, they want to interrupt that route immediately, and that will help the pass
4: rush. Roy, I'm going to jump in and change directions on you a little bit and go with the coaching staff. It seems like uh, Bruce Arians has come in with a lot of changes, you know, innovative with, you know, two female coaches and uh, left which coming in as the uh, offensive coordinator or, player or quarterback coach. Um, are, are we that bad that they're trying to make it gimmicky or what's going on? I'm just a little concerned that as bad as we are um, – you know, trying these things, and, and I get today's world, but um, how, how do you think that's going to affect the on field playing?
7: Well, Bruce Arians looked at things a little bit differently than a lot of NFL coaches. He, he's not an inside the box guy. I mean, you can look at him and see that. I mean, he's just, he's going to be different. He talks differently to the media, he talks differently to his players. Um, he builds his staff differently. He takes chances that other people wouldn't um, because he's got confidence that he knows that the people he, he's putting around him. Are capable and you know we're gonna to have to wait and see how it works out um, I don't have a problem with two female assistant coaches uh, the, the bottom line is can they get the job done mm-hmm. um, and, and he believes they can uh, Byron Leftwich, he's got young coaches he's got experienced coaches um, he's got a little he's got a mixture here but again can you teach you know there was a lot of there were a lot of questions back in the day when Tony Dungy would constantly bring in these guys from college who nobody's ever heard of, guys like Rod Marinelli and, and Joe Barry and uh, Mike Tomlin. and when, you know, Mike Tomlin was probably the best one. When he came in, everybody said, who's
8: this, this guy from Cincinnati? He's a college coach. He, he, what's he know?
7: And look at Mike Tomlin now. So And look at Rod Marinelli and Joe Barry. They've all had their shot. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have gone back to being you know coordinators or assistant coaches, and that's really their niche. But at the end of the day, he knew how to find teachers. And that's what you have to have with coaches, people who can teach and get through to the players. And if uh, if the new staff members can do that, in time you're going to have a lot of success.
2: Roy, I want to switch gears uh, again and and switch over to hockey. And, and I know that you follow the playoffs and the Lightning and uh, everyone done, goes without saying disappointed of the way the Lightning season ended this year. But do you find it a little suspicious or odd, or how do you attribute the fact that all four division winners lost in the first round, not just the Lightning, but the other three division winners, too. And even in the second round, the lesser teams are beating the higher-seeded teams.
7: You know, Paul, it's um, everything you said about the Lightning is absolutely true. its, it's I, I hate to say it. It breaks my heart to say it because you know my passion for that team. And, uh, you know, having been with them since the day Phil came to town and said he was bringing the team here, it hurts me to say that Uh, It may have been the most disappointing loss in the history of Tampa Bay sports. Um, uh, It's it's just incredible. It still pains everyone, and you know what? We're never going to get over it. We're not going to get over it until sometime around this time next year, if the Lightning can get back, you know, and win around. It starts with that. That's when our faith in them will start to be rebuilt. And uh, you know, can they get to the playoffs? To the conference playoffs again? But as far as the all the, you know, what we don't talk about it much in the NHL. Um, anymore, but parody, Paul, it's just, I mean, look, I think going in, there, there were a lot of people, in, and look, you're there every night, um, and you know this and I know, I know this, and I think a lot of your listeners probably do too, because we've become a pretty ho- savvy hockey town. I think everybody knows that the difference between number eight and number one in the NHL, now it was different with the Lightning, because the Lightning had completely blown away everybody. There was nobody that, that came close to him during the regular season expected that to be the same thing, the same situation in the playoffs. The difference though is that when you get to the playoffs, it's a completely different season. You know that there's a there's an intensity level that you play at in the regular season and then it gets rank, rank ratcheted up about 10, 10 notches.
2: When how you get much to the playoffs how and, much though, Roy, do you attribute to the fact that referees call the games differently in the playoffs than they do in the regular season?
7: No, it's all about adjustment. And and that's where the lightning failed. Mm-hmm. The lightning failed and that's where some of these other teams have failed too. Um, certainly the Islanders have failed uh, to, to do this.
9: Um, uh, I mean, not,
7: well, Boston hasn't, but, but where the Lightning failed is they failed to adjust to the intensity level. And, uh, you know, I used, to, I used to call it jam, the jam that, mm-hmm. that Columbus brought every game. And Paul, you know this. It is so hard to play four games in a row. It's hard to play one game playing the 200 feet of ice at the, at the level and the intensity uh, that, that the Columbus Blue Jackets played against the Lightning. It's hard to play one game at that, at that pace, to play that hard. Two, everybody playing 200 feet, forechecking, checking I mean, everywhere the Lightning went, there were four or five guys in their way, and that is so hard to maintain over the course of 60 minutes, much less over the course of four games against a team as good as the Lightning. The Lightning's problem was they were never, except for a couple of periods here and there, never able to match consistently that intensity level, that grit, grind, jam, and and determination to beat the other team. Carolina's brought it. Um, Obviously, Columbus has brought it yet again um, against the Bruins. Bruins have brought it consistently. But that's what it takes to win in the NHL in the playoffs. You've got to have that. You can be the most talented team. We saw it with the Red Wings back in the day in 1996 when they were the first team to win 62 games, you know, we thought that team was going to roll through the playoffs and it didn't happen. You can beat a team with hard work and that's where the lightning failed. They failed to match the intensity level and the work ethic.
4: Yeah. And I, I said that the effort was there, but the execution was not. I think they, they had a hundred percent effort. Carolina had 120% effort, but you also look like, and what probably frustrated me the most is the way they changed the penalties, uh, the way they call the penalties and, uh, you know, or didn't call penalties uh, or didn't yeah. call penalties the way they called. Uh, they did not call penalties. You know, you look at that. Uh, we were built on power and speed and, and one penalty uh, or power play may change the whole complexity of it. The confidence that you need. It's just frustrating. And it's gone on, not just in our series throughout
3: throughout all mm-hmm. the playoffs.
4: That's it's what been, I was
2: getting at. Yeah, really. it's been
4: disappointing. But like, yeah, like I, you
3: said, you got to adapt, change yeah. your game plan. And we the lightning didn't do that.
7: Right. And let's not forget. The Lightning were were pitiful uh, on the penalty kill. Um, their
3: power play, when they had their
7: power play opportunities, they didn't catch in on them that that much. So they had opportunities. And, and look, I, I never look at officiating and say, "Well, that's the reason they lost." The Lightning lost because they were they were not the better team in the playoffs. They didn't bring, as as you said, there. It was 120 percent coming from Columbus. And about 100% maybe at best. I mean, look, I, I totally
2: <laughs> concur with what you're saying, Roy, but I have to ask you, uh, and then I know we got to hit a break, so we will do that. But I have to ask you, when all four division winners lose, uh, is that something the league needs to readdress and take a look at?
7: Nope, absolutely not. Everybody loves an underdog. And,
2: uh, do, they, uh, they, do they want them all to win, though? All the underdogs. Uh, I don't think the
7: <laughs> NHL really cares who wins. They shouldn't.
2: Uh, I, mean, I think NBC it, it, does.
7: Well, well, that's NBC's problem. Uh, <laughs> and look, the rating. Go look at the ratings uh, this year and see if, see how significantly different they are from mm. last year. The so Lightning are going to get a Lightning. The uh, the NHL is going to get a what? A two point three or something like that, if it's down to 1.7 or 1.8, let's see who's in the playoffs, by the way. If it's Boston and San Jose or Boston and Dallas or something like that, it could still be a very interesting series. Look, I still, I'm still watching every series and enjoying the heck out of it because mm-hmm. the hockey has been exceptional. It has been. Um, yeah, they're going to get their ratings. It's never anything special to begin with. If it's down to you know 1.7 or something, and maybe that's the number, you know, I don't look at them that closely, but I know they're never great. But if it's you know if it's significantly down, if it's like zero point three or something, uh, well then they might want to look at something. But you certainly don't want to start tipping your you know putting your hand on the scale in any way to make sure that top seeds are in or out. I think um, they put their hands on the scale the way they're calling the penalties or not. No, that's, that's not. That, that, again, it's all about adjustment. I will never. Uh, I mean, unless it's absolutely blatant, a blatant miss, I will hard. I hardly ever uh, mention the the officials because it's the same for both sides. If the lightning couldn't look, the lightning couldn't stop Columbus five on five, five against four, four on five, three on five. They were not the better team. They need to learn how to be 100 percent agree that the they out.
4: weren't a better team in that series. And I not take nothing away from Columbus. They they right. outplayed us, outcoached us and everything. But the penalty called in the Nashville game, uh, the penalty called in the St. Louis game, you know, a couple plays in our game. You know, I think it absolutely has to be at least looked at and addressed.
2: Yeah. Well,
7: you're, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you could say that about every sport. Um, there's been concerns about the officiating in the NBA playoffs, oh, the NFL Certainly. ball in St. Uh, New Orleans. Yes. That was, yeah, yes. yeah. Right and in baseball, every uh, every umpire's got its strike zone. So, we you know, always it's the same everywhere.
2: We always appreciate your time, Roy. Thank you so much, and uh, we won't wait this long to get you back on here. So we want to get you back me, on Paul. again. All right, works
9: for me. Thanks. Always Thanks, good
2: to talk with you. We appreciate it. Well, some interesting things that Roy talked about, and uh, you'll have your chance when we come back from the break. Uh, Brooklyn, Bill, Anthony, hang on. We're coming to all of you. More of the home team coming up on AM 860 and FM 93.7. The Answer. Find us online at theanswertampa.com. Bring <laughs> dot Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Bring Your Dog Mondays, Saturday Fireworks, Concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Taco Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Paul Porter here with Pastor Matt Roden, and he is the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church, where I attend. One of the things that I hear a lot about is that you can just watch it online, sample it. Does this count as going to church then? If, if I watch it on—I know it's kind of a crazy question, but if I'm watching it online,
1: can I tell my friends, hey, I went to hey, church Hey, I went today? to church. I think you absolutely can. You've, you're experiencing a great service online. Uh, we even have stuff for kids on there that they can check out with uh, zone TV and other things, but the only thing is you won't experience the friendly people at the campuses, so I encourage people every time once you've checked it out, come to actually one of our five locations. We actually have a sixth about to be in Land of Lakes, and come just meet the people, and I think you're really going to love it. Just try grace dot com
0: this sunday you're invited to services at Grace Family Church nine thirty and eleven thirty at any of their five area campuses. See what's in store at JustTryGrace.com.
2: If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe you've been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit papaandguype.com. That's dot ecom Papa and guy the official law firm of the home team. Welcome back to the home team on AM 860 and FM 93.7, The Answer. Glad to have you with us. And uh, thanks to Roy Cummings for his comments. And, again, we are doing the Kentucky Derby today. And if you want to get in the contest, just pick a horse, and uh, one horse per person. And uh, if that horse comes in as the winner... You win. Yeah, big prize pack. Brooklyn is with us next. Hello, Brooklyn. You're on the home team.
6: Good morning. 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 You don't don't usually talk about my favorite sport, which is horse racing. Is it really? I thought baseball
2: was your favorite.
6: Well, for me personally, but my father-in-law was famous.
2: Right. I knew your father-in-law's history, but I just thought you liked baseball better than horse racing.
6: Kind of on a par with me, but you know. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a tough one. I'm going to take maximum security because I've never been arrested.
2: Okay? Maximum security. <laughs> All right.
6: That's really the name of a hospital.
2: I believe you. I mean, yeah. I'm totally at your mercy. Uh, you, you could say Shazam, and I'd write it down because yeah. I have no clue. That's the clue. name of the movie right now. Yeah.
6: Anyway, the race. Well, series, I'm keeping on that, and I don't care how many things you say about me on the on your post. It's okay.
2: <laughs> the kiss of death from Brooklyn. <laughs> you and Sports Illustrated are rivals, I think. Uh, you know, when Sports Illustrated does a story, the team goes in the tank well, or but the players.
3: Listen, the Rays, the Rays is very exciting right now. What's sure going on? Uh, so we'll hope that that continues. I mean, but let's say like no, no one expected oh, yeah. the, the Rays would. The Rays are not. We're not expected going in to, to uh, win the division over the Red Sox or Yankees. Mm-hmm. I may, hope they win the president's trophy. Yeah. Ho- yeah. baseball, not uh, hockey. The, but a
4: lot of the in Brooklyn, you probably know this. The first Yankees fifty-six games are against teams. They have 13, te- uh, 13 games against winning records. They're beat up. They got like a dozen people on the uh, 15. Yeah, fifteen people on the injured reserve list. So right now, they're actually winning against some poor teams, which is good. What they need to be doing. And get these guys back. Mm. You know, know, a lot of people said, okay, they won 101, 100 games last year. Uh, Boston won 108, 104. Those are still very good teams. And Boston, uh, Chris Sale had a great outing last night against a bad Chicago White Sox team. Don't count either one of those teams out. Uh, But I think Paul said it earlier, we got a 78% chance of making the playoffs. You know, if they change the strike zone in the playoffs, maybe we're going to lose. But, you know, right now, I think the goal is just to get to the playoffs, whether it's the wild card or the division, whatever. Uh, but they, they're playing very well. When you get Austin Meadows back and, and Blake Snell comes back 100%, I think team's going to be tough to beat, period.
2: Well, I think baseball is the one sport where the, the rules in the postseason don't change and it's not a different style of play than it is in the regular season. I think your regular season, the way it's called, is pretty much the way I it's called. In the we're, we're making
3: season. too much of the, the officiating. Yeah. This is, I mean it's as, this as a, thing, I mean everyone in Orleans talk to New Orleans about that. Uh, you know what <laughs> New, you know what in New Orleans could have ended that game early on, okay? they could still could have I, played defense, yeah. they still could have they got the ball to start to overtime. New, that one call alone did not cost the Saints that game. so get over it. I mean, already, jeez.
6: listen, this is our team, the Rays. Act, act excited, please, because this is going to be the year. Let's hope so. I'm Uh-oh. telling you. Uh-oh. Oh, by the way, I took Carolina and um, uh, uh, who's in the? I'm sure, uh, you're not
2: just making this up because you're not even remembering.
6: No, I took I took Carolina, <laughs> but I put Panthers instead of Hurricanes.
3: Okay,
6: so what else well, so is well, no, Carolina? I thought hurricanes.
2: you said the Lightning were going to win it all.
6: No, you ain't the con-
3: no, I I've revised. Well, oh, I'm out now so you can't do that. <laughs> cuz then they have everyone could could do new brackets and hockey because of all the uh, Okay,
2: I, so if Carolina loses in the next round then you're going to revise it again. Yeah. Based on okay. All right, so you just keep revising it until no, I we can't have a
6: whatever cuz I did it quick. <laughs> But Carolina is one of them. Hey, they beat the Islanders four straight, and the yeah. Islanders are no slouch team. They, beat Pittsburgh, they beat Pittsburgh four straight. Four straight. That's that? fine. So, so you might as well say, Brooklyn, you were right as they parade around with the cup.
2: All right. We'll see what happens.
6: Now, um, like the Bucks Until okay. they
2: lose to Boston I, or Columbus.
6: But, but, the, but the Bucks. I, I you get, wish you would lay off of Bruce Aarons because he's a new guy, even though he's an old man like myself. He's a new guy with a new team. As far as he's concerned, so if I agree like wholeheartedly, and I've been saying it for two years now, no running back means you don't win a championship, and it's proven. I mean, come on, everybody, look at, look at the two running backs in in the uh, in the uh, New England in the Super Bowl. You had you had the guy in New New England, Marshall something.
3: Well, Sonny and- Sony Michelle.
6: Sony Michelle, right okay. from, out of Georgia. And and Todd, uh, what's his name? Gurley. Yeah. So I, it just goes to show you, you have to have at least a good running. It Doesn't have to be great, but he has to be able to pick up that yardage and not have to worry about you know the uh, Winston getting killed back.
3: Well, and that's the thing. I mean, if the whole thing, if everyone is is all still about Jameis Winston getting the job done, uh, you know, I mean, you, you give you, you could help with the running game. We don't get a running back. we I guess. As of right now, unless we get one in a in a trade, maybe we're going to be sticking with Peyton Barber. And Peyton Barber, you know, I like him. He's not bad. He's kind of he gets those tough, gritty yards. But yeah, he's not he's not great. We we haven't had a solid running game with him. We haven't really had one since since Doug Martin. When Doug Martin could stay healthy, so that's a concern. Yeah,
6: I agree. But why does why don't you guys try to get Jason Light to come to your show and ask him? We'll see. He's he's not going to because he won't answer any questions. why? Why can't you say? How come you could not draft? He'll a decent, he'll he'll, he'll the, talk and,
3: around it. He'll talk around it and and say he'll talk in circles. We'll, and say absolutely nothing. We'll put Mister Bychek
2: to work on getting Jason Light. He's our we've Jason got, Light connection. We've gotten him on so. though. Oh, before, I know. Well, but, is, but we'll but talk again. But is
3: he really going to say anything yeah, of value? No. Probably.
2: Probably will beat around the
3: board. I can bush.
4: tell you they got the best available player,
3: and they're yeah. working through it. Yeah, I mean, blah 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 yeah. blah. Bottom line, you know, <laughs> what, what's your you know, what's what's your record overall as GM? My, know, always good to talk to you, mean?
2: Brooklyn. We got to move along. Thanks so much.
3: Thank you. All right, Thanks, appreciate
2: Brooklyn. it. Let's get uh, Anthony in here next. Hello, Anthony. You're on the home team.
9: Hey guys, uh, you know, it was great insight from Roy Cummings. Uh, one thing I do uh, have to say is, yeah, uh, the lighting went in there with the same mentality of playing Columbus, who they pretty much beat during the regular season, thinking that these guys were going to just roll over and die on the ice.
2: And I think uh, they would when they
9: were down 3 nothing.
2: The- yeah, eight. well, you know,
9: it, 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 something about this area, and uh, it's turned the page since 2010. And it seems like it's kind of got, the atmosphere's gotten too soft. And, I, and the reason I'm saying it is because, uh, one particular player who happens to be a Russian uh, seems to uh, get really, really just out of it. It doesn't doesn't seem to pick up. I think he's satisfied with just playing the hockey, but I don't think his heart is here in Tampa. So he's going and, to win, and, he's going
3: and, to win and, the MVP, I think, too.
9: Well, and I think I think and don't 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 uh, don't call me. It could be wrong, but I have a feeling that once Mr. Izmian leaves for Detroit, and Detroit having this strong Russian. Uh, pick-me-up players, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy just ups and, and t- 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 ties along with an item. I just huh. have this sort of feeling. I, don't, I, I, I see this particular player as being satisfied with a Accumulating uh, accomplishments, but I don't think it's hard to really hear. I hmm. think you've got that Jonathan Drew type of uh, type of mentality. Well, I'll just I'll just uh, kill my time here, but when I'm through and done, I'm going I'm going to Montreal where there's championships. So I don't think. Uh, well, well let, I, let me say I, this, Anthony.
2: I, I think a lot of the Russian players, not just on the Lightning, but Washington has a lot of uh, Russian players. I don't think it's in their heritage. To be all community oriented, I, I think they're Russian. They're, they're thinking, they're thinking about Moscow and uh, Kizhetsov and, and and various. That's their home.
3: That's their home. That's, that's where they grew home. up. That's where they're here is. to
2: work. They're on a team. Right. They've got a job to do. They play for the Lightning. So, they play for the Capitals. I maybe mean,
3: I mean some. I, I don't know the history of some. I of don't the think players. Ovechkin them, is all
2: that community oriented I, in DC.
3: Maybe some of them have been through the years. I honestly don't know. I mean, as far as. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know. Again, with Kucherov, he he just seemed to have uh, really lost his cool. I mean, we saw it in the, in Game Two when he got that uh, that penalty, which uh, which then then he didn't get him suspended, and that turned out to be very costly. You know, that could have made the difference in uh, in in Game Three. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Thing, I, go well,
9: ahead, one, Anthony. One thing is that you know I'm not surprised at the uh, the underlings springing up. To accomplish what they've done, because sometimes the, the the top dogs got too into themselves and they thought they were going to be the the end all the everything, and so it wasn't surprising that teams like but Columbus, Anthony,
2: did you think it would happen with all four division winners?
9: Oh no, absolutely not. But you know, but you know, when, when a team like Carolina who's suffering by attendance, uh, mm-hmm. by criticism. And they, they upped their game. They changed their coach. They mm-hmm. they changed ownership. And, hey, they wanted to prove something. The same thing with Columbus. And I, let me say, I was surprised. I, nothing was brought up about Marty's involvement with Tortorella and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, mm-hmm. you're telling me that Marty didn't want to throw in a wrench into Eisen's last season here with the Lightning. Uh, excuse me, man. I think the guy had
3: a little uh, hidden gripe, and uh, I think he possible. took the opportunity. Yeah. When did he yeah, br- so- get brought in, though? Because did they, I don't think he knew that they were going to be playing the Lightning for sure. It doesn't well, matter. It doesn't they brought
2: matter. him in to help the, yeah. the Columbus in, into the postseason, and it just worked out that they were playing the sure. Lightning. Anthony, got to move along, but appreciate it. Thanks so much. Hey Thanks, we're going to take our break, and then we'll come back with our number two of the home team. Uh, Bill, hang on. Rob, as well. Uh, Anthony's line has just cleared 289 1860 in Hillsboro and toll free anywhere else at 877 969 8600. More of the home team, hour number two coming up on AM 860 and FM 93.7. The
3: answer.
0: News, insight, passion. AM 860, the answer. News, insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, 2229 DJ WGUL. The needed, the answer.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Crews are still trying to rescue the pets inside the cargo hold of the Boeing 737 that slid off the runway last night. It happened in Jacksonville, Florida. Captain Mike Connors telling WJXX. A civilian
0: contract aircraft arriving at Naval Air Station Jacksonville from Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, slid off the runway, runway 10 at, here at Naval Air Station Jacksonville into the St. Johns River. Uh, Navy security and emergency response personnel were at the scene immediately and began uh, rescue efforts.
2: Nobody on board suffered serious injuries. North Korea last night firing several unidentified short-range projectiles into the sea off of its eastern coast. It marks a likely sign of Pyongyang's growing frustration at stalled diplomatic talks with Washington meant to provide coveted sanctions relief in return for nuclear disarmament. Another winning session on Wall Street Friday, the Dow up 130 points. This is SRN News. Much like the weather, your life could change at the drop of a hat. Don't be caught unprepared. You don't know what will happen tomorrow, but no matter what happens to you, you can make sure your loved ones are provided for with a life insurance policy from Auto Owners Insurance. Meet with a local independent agent and secure a policy now to rest easy knowing you're protecting the ones you love. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. When you've been in an auto accident, you'll have many questions and thoughts going through your mind. First, call 911 if you're able to do so. This way, if there are injuries, help is on the way. Also, it's important you get a police report. This provides an exchange of information, and the police will question any eyewitnesses if you were too injured to do so yourself. Once out of harm's way, don't speak to or sign any documents from an insurance company. Simply call trial attorneys Dave or Stan at Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890 to meet personally with them. This law firm provides an experienced staff that will be understanding and guide you through the difficult times that you may be experiencing due to this accident. Also, Dave and Stan will provide you with over 30 years of experience, making sure you receive the correct medical treatment for a full recovery and will do their best to make you financially whole. Visit
10: PapaAndGuype.com.
0: It's time for the Home Team on FM 93.7 and AM 860, The Answer. The Home Team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. By Advent Health Center Ice off I-75 at State Route 56 in Weston Chapel by Grace Family Church, just try it, by Vermost Insurance, by Mahoney's Auto Repair, by the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach, by the Positive Coaching Alliance, by Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants, and by Amerifirst Mortgage. And now, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here's Paul Porter.
2: Welcome to our number two of the home team on AM 860 and FM 93.7, The Answer. We've got uh, Jose Cruz filling in for Joe Weaver, who's filling in for Yehudi. But, uh, Jose, glad to have you with us. And uh, I know that you and I actually go to the same church. Uh, Grace Family Church at the Temple Terrace campus, and they're of course sponsors of the home team. And I just wanted to get your impressions. You've been there, uh, what about a year or so now? I think you've been going. What are your thoughts? Uh, I love it. It's the um, the kind of uh, worship style that I really
4: like. Um, it's um, non denominational and it's contemporary, and they rock the house. The worship band is really cool, and of course, uh, my one of my favorite pastors is Matt and so he's such mm-hmm. an inspiration to me and my family and we just we just really love the um, the message that they that they put out
2: And you hear from Matt on some of the uh some of the uh messages that we have here on the show. Definitely,
4: so. definitely and so I'm I'm a huge fan and we go to the Temple Terrace uh location and so it's it's very convenient cuz we live in Temple Terrace and uh we love it. We just we just love what
5: they're
2: doing and um as we say on their commercials just try it. And exactly. that's all we ask. Just give it a shot. It, it, it might be for you. It might not. Just and, give it a try and, and see And
4: everybody listening to this show, no matter where you are, they probably have a camp, campus location close to you. Oh, yeah. So go to their website at CFG.com, I believe. Yeah. So, Just try
2: Grace. Uh, yeah. We'll get you there as well. Yep. But uh, five locations, soon to be six, uh, the sixth one coming in August. And uh, we're excited about that. Let's uh, get back to the phone lines. Uh, we have uh, Bill with us. Or, I'm sorry, Rob. Rob is with us next. Hello, hey. Rob. You're on the home team.
6: Hey, Paul. Um, yeah, tell Joe not to take any more days off because um, the phone lines are acting up today.
2: Oh, they're they're busy. They've been hopping. Okay.
6: Um, yeah. Paul, how about a game winner for the Kentucky Derby tonight?
2: Okay, you got him. He's the favorite, I think, yes, right? Yes,
6: he is. Yes. Yeah. Not that
2: you would okay. always go with the favorite
6: ah uh, come on paul <laughs> paul man paul, let me let me ask you rob University. who are
2: you picking to win the nba finals uh
5: golden state warriors paul
2: there you go <laughs>
5: what about yeah. hockey
2: yeah now that's okay a yeah who do you think's going to win the uh, stanley cup finals i'd
6: say um probably probably the winner of uh Probably the Dallas Stars, or well, that'd be nice. Uh, hopefully the Col- yeah, Columbus Blue Jackets. You sound so kind Paul, of undecided Rays, on that. Yeah, Paul, the Rays are going to go on a losing streak this week.
2: Oh, really? Gonna lose
6: to uh-huh. and then they're going to lose to my Yankees. Let's hope not. Well. Yeah. So, Paul, enjoyed. I enjoyed the show today. Have a great day and a great weekend. All
2: right, appreciate it, Rob. Thank uh, you. We got you down Bye. for game winner, Bill. We do apologize. We got. Uh, uh, I threw an audible at Jose, and we went to Rob and. We lost Bill. So, Bill, if you would call back, we will get you in right away. Uh, 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Toll-free anywhere else at eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. Uh Donald is with us next. Uh, hello, Donald. You're on the home team.
8: Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good, good afternoon, afternoon to Donald. you. Uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. It's been uh, great hearing your shows, Hill.
2: Well, we always appreciate you joining us whenever you can. I know you're fishing quite a bit, so nothing wrong with that.
8: That was out, that was out last Saturday and catching some nice trout.
2: I've got to Good. tell you a story, Donald. You'll you'll appreciate this as a fisherman. My wife and I were watching a guy from uh the dock do some fishing uh, in in the uh, intracoastal and he caught a catfish, okay? And anybody that knows anything about fishing, you know, catfish are really not that good to eat or they're difficult to to get off the hook. Well, you got those barbs, too. you got to be very careful. Exactly. Well, this guy, he was struggling (laughs) to try and get this poor fish off the hook, and he was kind of just doing jabs with his fishing line, hoping it would just fall off because he didn't want to touch the fish and the fish had consumed the hook and he was just doing jab 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 finally the fish just gave up the ghost because it you know it, it it probably was torn apart by the time he did all those jabs so there was this bird a very large bird waiting there and the bird was hoping that it would get the fish uh but what i didn't realize and my wife actually ended up explaining to me is that these birds will not eat dead fish they only eat them if they're alive so once the the fish died, the bird had no interest and just kind of turned his nose up. Literally turned his nose up hmm. and looked the other way. So the guy just threw it back in the water.
3: Well, normally when they it, clean the fish, they throw they throw it uh, the remains to the pelicans. They seem to like them. The
2: pelicans will, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pe- pelicans
8: eat anything, but uh, I don't think that bird wanted that catfish because cause catfish aren't that good digestible for those birds. And he's probably going to choke on it. Mm. <laughs>
2: So maybe no, it wasn't four. wasn't a good menu then, huh?
3: I think the the bird will no. end up with the fur ball, hair <laughs> ball, or whatever you call it. The cats so anyway,
2: what's uh, what's going on, Donald?
8: Um, not much. Just uh, it's it's a shame what happened with the hockey. And you guys are talking about all the um, the penalties and stuff. So who who knows? You know, it's like you play the games, and you know, I, I just can't believe that the you know the Lightning, you know, four games. You know, it's like it's just crazy. Well,
10: you know, go ahead, Jason.
3: Well, I was just gonna say, you know, then that's the thing about sports, and that's why we're disappointed. in The lightning that is what 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 makes sports exciting and intriguing. You have to. That's why they play the games. Is the is the common Mm -hmm. phrase. You have to show up, okay, and play. Nothing's gonna be given to you. And the bottom line is, and and sometimes you may be uh, more talented or more gifted. But if the other uh, team, the other player, the other athlete, whatever gives more effort and is more focused and is more intent on winning, you're going to lose. And that and that's what happened. That's in every sport, in every situation. And um, you know, you, you take nothing for granted. And it and in the playoffs, especially in a sport like hockey, it really doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to be
2: curious because if you remember last year. What was the slogan after they lost in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, it was like something like unfinished Washington. business. Un- exactly what it was—unfinished business. What will be the slogan heading into the 2019-20 season? Well, it's
3: still unfinished business. I mean, listen—they're t- <laughs> Listen, still unfinished business. <laughs> they, they're a team that's come close. They you think they'll say that come- though? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't
2: unfinished know. business again. Part two. <laughs> Part two
3: you know uh but uh listen until what what concerns me though i think is the window of opportunity for this group of players may be closing soon mm-hmm. how how long is it going to last i mean the stanley cup finals well, as was Anthony back in two, said that was in 2015 could start
2: rating the uh, that's the, a possibility too
3: i mean the stanley cup uh, the uh, year was 2015 okay mm-hmm. so now it's 2016 17 18 19 now so next season it'll be by the end of next season it'll be the 2020 uh, how long does this group have together before finally, well, for one, the players start leaving and the other players, some of their skills are eroding to where they're not going to be as good?
2: John, let's say that the Lightning have another successful year. Maybe they don't win 62, but they win 57 games next year. Will the fans have a different attitude going into the playoffs next season than they did this season when people were already getting their ring sizes ready? For the Stanley Cup, finals. I
4: think they'll completely have a different uh, um, atmosphere or mentality coming into it. When you look at what's happened this year, not just again with the Lightning, but with Pittsburgh and uh, last night with the Islanders, and and these teams that are uh, getting shut out, um, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the legal have a different uh, aspect to it as well. Um, I really think they're going to look at it. Uh, you know, I get the fact that you got to show up and you got to play every day, but you don't handicap. And, you know, I don't know that, that that's maybe too strong of a word, but I just think. I don't know call, if it is. I, well, I think it's I, I just, that's pretty accurate. i, think I just calling it that. so differently in the playoffs in the regular season. And, and I think we've all said that. That's expected. But to call it completely different, to try to say. Because, you know, NBC's going to probably weigh in, too, and say, and, you know, we had 12 less games, 12 less advertisers that we could have sold and, and things like that. We they lost must,
2: the Canadian market. Yeah, we lost it, the
4: Canadian market. And, it, and again, that's not. Again, it's not all tv it's not all officials again jason said you got to show up but well, i think it, it just needs to be fair i
3: think at the end of the day i, I but i think it is fair because i mean even if they're going to call it differently than the regular season they're calling it the same in the post season for both teams and uh ultimately uh the 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 teams make the plays players make the plays coaches can help with making adjustments if, if the it's it comes down to execution. Some one team does it, the other team does not. That makes the difference. My, I just don't believe that the officiating overall is is, is going to manipulate or change the outcome of the the series. The, the lightning, the, the officiating again did not cost the lightning against Columbus, nor did it uh, cost the New York Islanders against Carolina. That.
2: I don't think you can honestly say I, it, it didn't cost did. them
3: to, to, to lose in four games. It to, did, to did cost four, them.
2: It did cost how? By not having the style of play that made them successful. You know what? This is a team that cost Winnipeg too.
3: This is a team that won sixty-two games. It cost Nashville too. That's a horrible excuse. You know that that's a. I'm not saying
2: it's totally attributed to that, but I'm saying it was a factor. Would you not say it was at least a factor?
3: Minor factor. Minor. If 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 at all, it was a minor factor. The lightning. Bottom line is lightning. Something happened to them. They did not show up and compete the way Columbus did. My that's brother, why they went home.
2: My brother lives in St. Catharines, Ontario, and he says TSN and the various uh, CBC they are dying up there because to yeah, have all of the Canadian teams eliminated in the first round it's
3: disappointing. But but it's on the Canadian teams were outplayed. They did, they didn't show up. They they you know they had an opportunity. But what I'm
2: saying, Jason, is that is why I think that TSN will get the attention of the National Hockey League but, when they say, "Hey, look, all of our teams were out in the first round." do something but, about
3: okay, it. Okay, but see now, see, now you're getting into the situation of dangerous territory because when you say do something about it, that almost sounds like, well, now we're going to make sure the fix is in. Well, you have, to call in obvious, to pen, t-
4: you have to call obvious penalties. You have to call, obviously, I believe, on for icing. the most
3: part, and that I think, happens. I think mm, now calls are the always mo- okay, going to be For mixed. the most
4: part. So you're, there is a factor. It it's the human, We're not It's called it,
3: so. the human element. It's the human era. Human era has always been a part of the game. And, Paul, now you, you John, and me have gone into this about too much replay has slowed down and it's interfered with the the enjoyment of the game. I'm actually okay with having some human error in it if it means the game is I'm more not entertaining to watch. I'm not concerned about the
2: replay. What I'm concerned about is blatant calls not being made,
3: then they need to penalize the officials. Well, then the you, you, you tell the official, okay, listen, or, or the, the the whole officiating crew, you did not do your job this game, this series. You're gonna, that's gonna cost you. You need to refocus. Believe, you need to retrain. You need to, to get your stuff together and get it right, or you're, you're not going to be officiating as many games.
2: I believe you will see next season the playoffs will be called very similar to the regular season i think you'll see the same kind of officiating in the playoffs as you do in the regular season because because i think tsn cbc nbc are going to make such a big stink about it over as john was saying the amount of money revenue lost because of the games markets lost because of teams that were eliminated i think they are going to be screaming at the nhl say look you call the game the same way in the postseason yeah. as you did in the uh, we'll, regular we'll
3: get back season. to Donald. I, I just have such a hard time believing that it's, it's so dramatically different this year four than it has been. Four division winners
2: are out, Jason. It
3: happens, okay? It's oh, hockey, on. it's sports.
2: Come on, Jason. So, so four the, the, division winners so are out, and you say it happens. So the officials did it
3: intentionally. That that was the officials' goal. The officials came when into the series. You
2: wish upon a the, star the officials makes made sure.
3: No difference
2: who you are. The officials
3: wanted all four <laughs> teams. Now, you already said the network. So you think the league wanted that? The league wanted the officials no. to help the four the the lower seeded teams win. The
2: league wanted seven game series. So they overcompensated <laughs> well, <laughs> to help the lesser team, hey, and they screwed so, it up. So you know that's what? That's what I think. Well,
3: that goes to show you right there. That, that's what you get for interfering and trying to change things. So then that, the league has no one to blame it. but itself.
2: So next year, I don't think they'll interfere and try and change things. Oh. Donald, we've got to move. got to hit done a done break, it, but great it. talking with you. Oh, Donald. Well, can I get my ticket? Yes, sir. Go right ahead.
3: Right, we apologize, um, Donald. We got carried away there. That's
8: all right, Jason. You're okay. I want to do, uh, does somebody pick uh, it's tacitus? It's T A C I T U S.
2: You got them. Whatever that is, <laughs> it sounds like there's something in medicine for that. But yeah, yeah. But just, yes. maybe the I got a case so they of have, the tacitus.
10: <laughs> That's
8: right. They have pills for tacitus. Okay. Tacitus the... <laughs> hey, is uh, yours. Have a great week, and uh, I'll call you next week. I'm catching some bass
3: on Monday.
2: All right. Appreciate that. Sounds <laughs> Thanks, too much no. like bronchitis. Yeah.
3: You today. know, no kidding. Going, I used to go to the horse track, the Tampa Bay Downs. I am going to watch mm-hmm. some of the horse. There was one horse named You Smell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well,
2: we're going to take a break. Roger will join us on the other side. Hang in there, Roger. We want to hear what you have to say. I feel bad about Bill. We lost him. And, Bill, I hope you can call, call back. Please call back, Bill. 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free at 877 969 More of the home team coming up on FM 93.7 and AM 860. The Answer. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com.
11: Greetings. I'm Bob Conigliaro with Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants. I want to take this next minute to thank you for tens of thousands of of incredible, unrepeatable moments that you have blessed me with over my nearly 42 years under the arches. The laughter of moms and dads with their kids over a happy meal. The noise of the teams gathering after the big game. The tears dropped witnessing new general manager car keys being presented to a former Fry Guy kid. And the crowning of the Teachers of the Year we've sponsored for three decades. Since 1958, It has been about how we can better serve you, not just a better meal and experience, but a better neighbor, a better employer, and a contributor to the many causes that are meaningful to you and have helped to grow Tampa Bay. Thank you all for the joy I've witnessed and have been a part of for so long.
2: Can't wait till tomorrow. This is Paul Porter. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays in exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers. Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening at every Tuesday Clearwater Threshers home game at Spectrum Field on U.S. 19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. Remember, all of your favorites are just a dollar. Since 1989, LRE Ground Services has been the industry leader in foundation repair, concrete leveling, and foundation stabilization for residential and commercial properties. I've used them at my home. LRE is also fully trained and licensed to handle all of your concrete needs, concrete repair, removal and replacement, pouring new slabs, and even installing brick pavers for a more aesthetically pleasing look. LRE will put your mind at ease, 800-580-0229, 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter for a free no-obligation estimate, LREGSI.com. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E dot com papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team great family fun is waiting for you at advent health center ice in wesley chapel ice skating for everyone from open skating to lessons hockey teams league and pickup games skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar did you know that many nhl players and olympic hopefuls train at advent health center ice this state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley chapel come and enjoy all the fun advent health center ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the tampa bay area honest mahoney's that's what people have been calling lz mahoney for more than 35 years honest LZ mahoney the name really says it all mahoney's auto repair is a place you can trust in fact it was some of his loyal customers that came up with the name generations of people who've been taking their cars to 4040 54th Avenue North for three and a half decades. Do you need some work done on your car? If his loyal customers call him Honest Mahoney's that should tell you something right there. The next time you need work done on your car, take it to my friend LZ Mahoney's He's been a part of the home team for nearly 20 years. Mahoney's Auto Repair or just remember Honest Mahoney's 4040 40, 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. A place that people have called home for more than 35 years. Honest Mahoney's, 4040 40, 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg.
0: The biggest thing for me I think just mixing in the change up a lot more too and getting some called strikes and getting some swinging strikes with it. I think that kind of helped everyone or it helped me everyone just seemed kind of off balance and the swings seemed a bit more uncomfortable.
2: Tyler Glasnow who's uh become the Ma- Blake Snell of the Rays this year. Everybody's talking about him being the Cy Young you know, award. Uh, you had potential. Tyler Glasnow pitcher of the month,
4: 5 and 0, uh 6 and 0 for, you know, April and then he comes in and wins another game Is he already down to one Uh, 1.47, you know, and then we also had Brandon uh, Brandon Lau, uh, Rookie of the Month. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to get a Rookie of the Year this year if he keeps playing because he missed one at-bat last year. He had 129 at-bats. If you have 130 at-bats, you don't. Mm. That's considered your rookie season. Interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
3: the the Rays tend to have one pitcher who's viewed as their ace, their best pitcher moving into the season, and sometimes it's happened where a different pitcher comes up and has a great year. You do know, see like Matt Moore did it one year, and then of course uh, Alex Cobb, and you think Chris Archer, but someone else comes comes yeah. along. It just it's, it's interesting. You, you find well, the Rays have done a good job at finding other players to step up and just fit what they're trying to do, even if they go under the radar, you know, throughout the. Overall, uh, throughout other people in the league.
2: Let's go back to the phone lines. Roger is with us next. Hello, Roger. You're on the home team. Hey guys. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Yeah. I, I just wanted to talk one more time about the, uh, lightning. Cause we were very disappointed in what happened obviously, but I have a little different take on it. What about the coach?
9: What about the coaching here? It didn't seem like they changed any of their game plan and they kept losing games. Exactly. It, it, they would
4: change the, something. Yeah, no, Roger, exactly right. Uh, we had Mister Mitchkin on last week, and he talked. It was a perfect storm. I think uh, Tortorella out coached him. They they tried to make some line changes in the third and fourth games, uh, but again, you know, I attribute it to a bunch of factors. You know, not to include just refereeing, but injuries, uh, you know, execution, uh, out coached. Uh, Columbus came to play, and they absolutely outplayed us, and. Uh, gave 120 Boston effort. has
2: learned that too, that yeah. uh, Columbus has come to play. Yeah. But you do have to, I think you do have to add in there these one-game suspension to Kucherov, Got the it. injury to Anton Strahlman you know, and Victor Hedman. T- injury, yeah. Two top, uh, two top and going, defensemen. And going
3: back to, to what Roger said though about the coach and Cooper, you know, you brought up an, uh, a point last week talking about uh the the uh, analogy that if if uh, if we go into work and the office is just vandalized mm-hmm. or burglarized mm-hmm. okay right from the get go and it throws everything for a loop i right. was talking to my mom about this cuz she was listening and she brought up a good point you know so the employees there they might not know what to do they're like okay boy well, so what happens now do mm-hmm. we just sit here do we wait for the police do we go home what's going to happen whoever is in charge there's always going to be a, ma- a manager Right. owner, whoever's right. in charge, it's up to them to direct people. Okay, this is what happened. Here's what we're going to do about it. You do this, you do this. That falls squarely on the shoulders of John Cooper. He sees something's not working. Okay, we need to change it. If he doesn't know what to do about it, maybe he's not the right guy for the job.
2: Well, that's what the critics will say. That, and, and that's uh, certainly an argument there. Uh, but I do think that in this particular case okay it would be and just to use that same analogy it would be if you went into your office okay and it wasn't just ransacked but it was totally leveled and there was no office there anymore and it was totally gone then what do you do i mean yes you have your manager and you have your boss and and the owner and all that but if it's totally gone and i think after game 3 it was the Lightning's building was totally gone. It was like <laughs> we've tried everything. Okay, we so what happened? We made adjustments. So, we've but so we
3: what did, happened in Game Two? What happened in Game Two and Game Three to get to that point? I think they were, they were trying doing, you know, to get there. Well, they clearly weren't weren't doing. It wasn't working.
4: And Roger, I think uh, if you look at it, we lost the first three games completely different ways. You know, we were up in the first period. Tried to snipe some goals in and get way up and didn't play defensively. Second game, we got outplayed. Third game, we were missing our big guy and two, uh, uh, two of our strong defensive guys. We lost those three games, all three differently. In The fourth game, well, you're Hail Mary and everything you can do. And that was when Cooper finally tried to change the lines, finally tried to mix it up. The other thing I think was a big deal, you didn't have Callahan and Coburn in those first two games. Those guys were playoff experience. They know how to win. Agreed. Maybe didn't make yeah. it to the finals, but they know how to win. And you had Ruta, which by the way, they just resigned, resigned Ruta for a year. For a year. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I, I just think they, they made too many mistakes. I mean, I think they played hard. I don't think anybody got on the ice and said, Oh, you know, this is over after the first game or the second game. I think they played hard. It was just it was just as as Mitch can say, it was a perfect storm and, and Carolina is uh, on the tidal wave of that front end of that perfect storm. Played as well as they've played all year.
3: Yeah, Columbus. Columbus. Right. Well,
4: the other thing
5: was the Kucherov thing, I think that was out of frustration because he, hadn't had
4: ha- he didn't have
5: that happen to him all year long. I-, I get that point. But the other part was they scored three goals very quickly in the first game, and I think there might have been an overconfidence being that they beat him in each game oh, prior to that spot on. Season. Yeah. Oh, I They scored exactly right. Three in a regular
4: and then you, season, you have to wonder game.
5: How- and then you have to wonder they play better on the road than they do at home, so maybe we were
4: better off if we had gotten to home games or away games to start with. That's, That's the, it. you know. Somebody said that as well. You're right.
2: And, and I think it maybe too much is made of home ice advantage because in almost every series, with the exception of the the first one where the Islanders swept Pittsburgh the lesser team ended up with the home ice advantage i,
3: I just remember the, the when the lightning won their stanley cup they had that game seven at home their home ice that made a world of difference it in did. a very close game so i think, I think you, seven, you still you still right. want to you still want to have yeah. the home ice Ga- okay
4: calgary they had what an elimination game in calgary you know game six right you know, in 2004 so. home ice
2: advantage that goes back and forth because yeah. you lose one game and you lose home ice advantage so it It goes back and forth. Roger, you want to get in our contest for the uh, Kentucky Derby?
3: I'll be honest with you. I don't know any of the names. Right. Well, you're not alone there. We're <laughs> Pick up. a name for him. And I'll They're be just, honest with oh, you. I, I just see the one-game winner, the, the one that's, uh, the, we'll <laughs> that's the favorite. We'll see if it's we can find page. one,
2: but uh, we we don't know any of the names either, and we're just totally right, at put the. Put me
3: down for whatever
5: you find. Great, uh, great, great show, guys. I enjoy it. Thank th- th- you.
2: Thank you, <laughs> Roger. Roger. We appreciate it. We have a very special guest uh, joining us. first time we've talked to him this season, and that is Robert Stretch from the Clearwater Threshers. And, uh, Robert, I'm going to go out on the limb and guess that your favorite inning in baseball is the seventh, uh, the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I know He's you've got heard that right. one before. That's, uh,
12: huh? that's a nickname for me around here sometimes seventh inning, so I appreciate that. I'm sure it is. But <laughs> we're
2: glad to have you with us and uh, another season of Threshers baseball underway. I always like talking about the Threshers because at Florida State League, it's a chance to go out, get up close to the players. The tickets are very reasonable. Concessions are very reasonable. And there's almost always a promotion going every night. And I know this year is no exception.
12: Yeah, that's right, Paul. Uh, Appreciate you having me on. And, yeah, we're looking forward to another uh, another summer of baseball here at uh, Spectrum Field. Um, Our seats start at $8, $10 for behind home plate. $6 gets you out on the berm. Um, and, yeah, we have promotions every night of the week, and we have something really fun going on tonight. Uh, we have Star Wars night tonight wow. uh, with fireworks afterwards. And so that's, uh, that's members from the 501st Legion that dress up in the movie-quality costumes and outfits, come out and take pictures with everybody on the concourse and down on the field. So it's a, it's a really neat family night for, for pictures and Star Wars fans.
2: Now, I know you've got a big night coming up on the, uh, the 17th, I believe, correct?
12: We sure do. Uh, that's going to be something really special. That's our Field of Dreams tribute night. Uh, so I don't know if you guys are fans of the movie, or actually, I should say, I don't know how you, Jason. Can't be fans I know of you of saw
2: movie. Field of Dreams.
12: Well, I,
3: I saw it years ago when I was a kid on, a, on an airplane. I've kind of pretty much it, forgotten much come. of it. <laughs> but, sure. I, but I do but I do, I remember the general story so.
12: Yeah, yeah, great great baseball movie, great family movie. Um if you build it, they will come and on May 17th we are building it. We are doing a uh, Field of Dreams tribute night and we are having uh that night at our game Dwyer Brown. Uh, he's the actor who played Kevin Costner's father in the film. Uh, and he's coming out to do a meet and greet with fans, throw out the first pitch, and uh, really make it a special night. So, if you're a fan, it's the 30th anniversary of the Field of Dreams movie. If you're a fan of the movie and uh, Dwyer Brown, it's a, it's going to be a really really neat night on the 17th on that Friday
2: night this month. Talking with Robert Stretch from the Clearwater Threshers, and Robert, if you would. Go through some of the season-long promotions. I know you have the brunch on Sunday, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, a special day for dogs as well. That uh, they you can bring your dog out to the ballpark, the and then the you've park. got some discount things as well.
12: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, Monday nights this season. We're really excited about it. It's our Dog Days of Summer. So Monday nights, seven o'clock games, uh, our home games on Mondays, and our park is dog friendly on Monday nights. And uh, what we do is for your dog ticket is six dollars walk up at the window and that gets donated uh your six dollar dog ticket that gets donated to a different pet charity uh local pet charity every week so the um, dog
2: can actually sit in the seat then right that's right yeah
12: okay. yeah they sure can so the dogs uh come in with you uh and we do uh we have some fun stuff going on vendors and uh shade of course plenty of water for the dogs but then after the game you dogs get to run the bases
2: Oh wow! Uh, so
12: that's always <laughs> fun to get them out there um and the people do too that must um, be a
2: sight yeah, yeah
12: the people and the and the dogs get to run the bases I bet so. the
2: dogs get around <laughs> faster than the people do
12: That's right
2: <laughs> I- then I know you have the Sunday brunch. That's always one of your more popular promotions.
12: It sure is. Our Sunday afternoons are uh, one o'clock games, and we do a brunch upstairs from noon to two. Um, I do encourage you to get your brunch tickets pre-sale. Those uh, those are limited and go fast. But man, it's a it's such a spread. Um, it is uh, all the breakfast foods, all the eggs, potatoes, pastries, juice, coffees. Mm. We have drink specials upstairs. A seat in the shade for the day. Baseball. Sit outside. Watch watch the game um I know you I know how you guys feel about food and especially the all you can eat <laughs> yes. and um now like yeah, tell us about that I have a deal for you coming up how you feel about hot wings
3: Ooh, and chicken wings I'm a huge wing person We I have then on May
12: 13th you need to come out that's Monday night May 13th that's our annual wing fest Ooh. And Wing Fest is where we have a dozen local restaurants that come out and provide Hot Wing, their chicken wing samples, mm. as well as you get, um, it's $14 is the ticket. And you get the, the Wing Fest, and you get an all-you-can-eat concession menu, where you can go up to our concession stands, and it's all-you-can-eat hot dogs, hamburgers, plus the wings from all the restaurants. we got a dozen of them coming out, everybody from Smoky Bones to Original Hooters to, we got all of them coming out. Wow. And um, that's Monday night, the 13th, and it's a lot lot of fun Uh, you get to vote on your favorite wing your favorite hot wings Um, we do a trophy presentation down on the field for king of the wing and it's a lot of fun
2: outstanding well what's the best way robert if you want to maybe some people want to look at the schedule and find a good night that's good for their family or their group uh, what's the best way to do that
12: yeah sure so threshersbaseball.com is our uh website here our ticket office you can reach at 727- 467 4457, and uh, that's threshersbaseball.com. So check it out.
2: Outstanding. Well, Robert, we'll be talking to you throughout the summer and uh, look forward to, to joining you out at uh, the Spectrum Field. And uh, certainly a lot of fun. And you got something going on just about every night that, that you have a home game. So always fun to check out.
12: Yeah, we sure do. Thank you so much, and uh, looking forward to it. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Robert. Robert Stretch okay.
2: from the Clearwater Thresher is always a lot of fun. I know even Calvin goes to the Thresher games, mm. and uh, he'll find a way to downplay it. Yeah, but yeah. We'll find out when we come back from the break uh, what he has to say.
3: He'll probably say the food is horrible yeah, or something's probably. wrong yeah, with that. Something, something like that.
2: Or they shouldn't have the dogs there because it's inhumane, yeah. have them running the base. Right. We'll, we'll see what he has mm-hmm. in mind. Uh, 289-1860, or may, it might be something totally different that – about uh, that we've missed, maybe we're downplaying the Kentucky Derby too much. Could be that.
3: Well, no, no, no. He 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 doesn't like the the horses. Okay, that's that's the hum- inhumane thing. It's which... kind
2: of fun to guess what Calvin's going to complain about. You know, we we could have uh, you know mm-hmm. our contest. You know, pick Calvin's complaint for the week. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and and see what it is, and see because then he might change it if we don't announce what the pick was. Right, right. right. Uh, it might be something to look at. We're going to take a break, and then we'll get Calvin's Complaint of the Week. 289-1860 in Hillsboro, toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. Jose, you got any guess on what you think uh, Calvin's complaint might be for this week? Uh, probably um, say something bad about Tortorella. Ah, okay. Uh, that's that's a good yeah, guess. That's very possible. Yeah. That's certainly a possibility. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, the fact that uh, the Clearwater Threshers don't really have that great of a show, that it's uh, overrated and it's minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys have any pick on what uh, is going to be Calvin's complaint this week?
4: Somebody already picked the best horse.
2: Somebody took the best horse for the contest? That's yeah. that's a possibility. Jason, you got any guess on what's Calvin's complaint for the the, week? the
3: the horse racing should be banned.
2: Okay, you know, as we're saying these, he's checking them all off mm-hmm. so to make sure he doesn't talk about any of them. We'll find out when we come back. More of the home team on AM 860 and FM 93.7. The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM 860, The Answer. Your number one home team fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Vermost Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit the Vermost Insurance Agency in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. That's vermost.com. Paul Porter here. We're talking with Pastor Matt Roden who is the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church and I have to say one of my favorite speakers at Grace Family Church. Didn't like you in the beginning. I have oh, to admit man. that, Pastor Matt. <laughs> but you grew on me. You I'm, really did. And now I come to, "Oh, Pastor Matt's speaking this morning." I'm glad to hear I'm that. I'm glad to grow on anybody. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that means, but <laughs> you have the ability to do that. One of the things that I hear a lot about is that you can watch Grace online. You don't even have to make the commitment to go in the building yet you can just watch it
1: online and see if it's for you a lot of people check us out online before they ever come just try grace.com is where it's at if you want to go see it for yourself but it's been great i mean kids are sick something happens you know you're able to just join the service right there online we also have a lot of people who watch us on facebook live and other things like that
0: this sunday you're invited to services at grace family church at any of their five area campuses see what's in store at JustTryGrace.com.
2: Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341. NMLS number 166075. Great family fun is waiting for you at Advent Health Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar. Did you know that many NHL players and Olympic hopefuls train at Advent Health Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley. Chapel. come and enjoy all the fun advent health center ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the tampa bay area if you've been involved in a slip and fall been hit by a car as a pedestrian or maybe you've been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another call the law offices of papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 813 983 7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit papaandguype.com. That's P A P A N D G I P E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Welcome back to the home team on AM 860 and FM 93.7. I'm glad to have you with us here on The Answer. And we got couple of people waiting. We'll get to you just in a moment, but I want to tell you about our Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurant's High School Athlete of the Week, and she is none other than Grace Burley. Uh, Grace is a softball star at Tampa Catholic High School and then one of the finalists for the Positive Coaching Alliance uh, Triple Impact Competitor Scholarship Award. Her favorite sports memory is being part of her high school softball team during the district championship when Tampa Catholic beat their rival. I remember that happening. And uh, her coach, Coach Nikki Bowie, Bowie, uh, says that if I had to choose one word to describe Grace's love for the game, it would be passion. She's been playing ball since she was little and continues to be one of her greatest loves no matter what challenges she has faced. Her dedication to the game is always apparent. And she talked about why she chose her sport.
0: I chose softball because I actually played baseball um, up until I was nine years old. My grandpa played, my brother played, so I was just all around, all the, always around like the diamond, always around the field. So when we got to age nine, my mom was like, I think it's time we switch over. And I wasn't happy about it at the beginning, but playing softball has been the best decision of my life. It makes me the happiest. I'm the best me when I'm playing. I wouldn't be playing it if I didn't
2: love it. Well, congratulations, Grace. She is our Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurant High School Athlete of the Week. Her favorite sports team is the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, her favorite coach, Tim Walton, the head softball coach for the University of Florida. And uh, her favorite movie, The Blind Side. And uh, a quote that she has, her inspirational quote, Listen to me. I said you need to strive to be better than everyone else. I didn't say you needed to be better than everyone else, but you got to try. That's what character is. It's in the trying. And that's Jason what you've been talking about with uh, Absolutely. I love with that. the lightning showing up for the for the playoffs. You got to try.
3: And and sometimes the, the effort will beat talent.
2: So congratulations to Grace Burley of Tampa Catholic High School, our Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurant High School Athlete of the Week. And if you want to find out more about the Positive Coaching Alliance, here's how. Join our team by donating to Positive Coaching Alliance. Just go to keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. That's keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. All right, time to find out what Calvin's unhappy about this week. Uh, hello Calvin, you're on the home team. Oh, Jason
3: was so close. Ah, we
2: were guessing. I mean, what but did you guess Jason?
3: Banned the horse racing. Oh, okay. That's the explanation, but he didn't get the complaint.
2: Okay, what is the complaint? The complaint is when
5: Brooklyn called and said, "Horse racing is my favorite sport." Okay, horse racing is not a sport.
2: Why is, is that? It
5: is a fair mutual event. It is not a sport. I uh, and it is. Hang yes, on, it is, Jose. Just
2: bring him down for a second so we can get a word in. I would disagree with that because I think there are people that go to horse races that aren't going there to gamble. Uh, we, in fact, we were just talking with another couple. Uh, this past week, my wife and I were out to dinner, and they said they would love to go to Tampa Bay Downs and just watch the horse races. Have no interest in gambling, have no interest in paramutual. They would just like to go for the sport of it. Mm-hmm. And I think from that aspect, if you're just going to watch the skill of the jockeys, the the athleticism of the horses, I think you can say it's a sport. Jason, yeah. do you do you find it? A, yeah, yeah, no, no, I no, think no, it's I, a very competitive sport.
3: I, I look at it as a sport, yes. Uh, you know, again, now, Cal, now Calvin's argument that the the, the horses this may not be healthy for the horses. There is some valid, could be some validity to that if they're if they're running in an unnatural way, which co- leads the, to a possible uh, broken leg and other health issues.
2: But they are treated. Like kings and queens.
4: Beforehand, yeah, before there's beforehand. a lot
3: of stuff going on in
4: the horse racing if, industry right now. 26 uh, horses died in the last year. Yeah, Santa that's Anna a concern. No, because I, I am, so again, I'm not. have got some problems with the horses here at Tampa Bay Downs, too. So would you call it a sport, though, I'd John? I'd probably call it a sport, much like, uh, would you call auto racing a sport? You're driving I would. something. It is, yeah. So you're driving a horse. They've been um, considered
3: sports for you know, a very I long time.
4: polo would be considered a sport. So, mm-hmm. yes, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, he's. Just, you know, it's an interesting argument. I think Calvin's trying to get airtime. You can bring him back up. Yeah. I think he's trying to get airtime, but, yeah. Go ahead,
5: but Calvin. Bo- well, boxing is a sport. Yes. But no one no one thinks dogfighting is a sport. Why? Because it's cruel to animals. So that rules out. That's another reason why horse racing is not a sport. Mm. Animal cruelty is not a sport.
3: Well, bo- bo- well bull fighting, food that's food that's, bull and bullfighting—that's another one. That's—I think bullfighting's a terrible <laughs> thing too. I mean, you get you, your cruelty. I mean, you're sta- you're stabbing the bull with with uh, uh, spears. I mean, I think that's horrible. I would I would go for the bull to to, to get the the, the bullfighter. And in
2: sometimes that. they
3: win. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't call bullfighting a sport either. It's like an exhibition.
10: Yeah. What'd you
5: call rodeo a sport? No. Okay. Well, I guess I guess it is a sport, but it's also animal cruelty. Mm. you have but a it's bet? a competition yeah. Yeah. sport, and you don't necessarily there's not necessarily a betting line that makes you here's want a good
2: one for you would you call professional wrestling a sport
3: yes
1: no
2: see i would you calvin call yes. professional wrestling work. a sport
3: it's d- Professional wrestling, no professional wrestling is not a sport. It's, all, okay. well, I mean, it's it's orchestrated, but but it is a sport. Uh, the guy, listen, the guys that get seriously hurt. It's a, I've seen it's seen I, I the, yeah. it, is, it is entertainment, but and there's, and it's and there's, a script, there's often scripted, but but listen, guys, that still they are putting their bodies on the line. I've seen guys. Get the only seriously Broadway hurt show I'll that. go
2: to is WWE.
3: <laughs> oh, I, listen, I was a huge wrestling fan growing up. That was my that was my passion when I was a kid. I loved it.
2: Yeah, but but I, I, don't, I don't know if pro- I call it a sport though, because it's already predetermined who's going to win. So it's not a competitive. All right, well, type. Uh,
3: we're going to get off track here. You know, I just watched a sh- an episode of a show where that didn't happen. They messed the guy Brett Bret Hart.
2: Well, there's mistakes. No, no, I no, made. no. This the this they wrapping.
3: conspired behind the scenes to make sure he lost because mm-hmm. he didn't want to give up his title as he was leaving the WWF.
5: Anything else, Calvin? Uh yeah, I'm kinda disappointed a non sport is the contest. So we'll see if there's a contest for a real sport next week because the uh Sunday the college lacrosse field will be announced uh Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I believe it starts next Saturday. I don't think there's any games Friday. Uh-huh. So you could easily do a men's collegiate lacrosse contest.
2: I'll tell you what, Calvin, I'll make you a deal, okay? Next Saturday, we will have a, a, you pick your top college lacrosse. How does it work? How many teams are in it?
5: I'm not sure what the field is now. They might have increased it.
2: Okay. Well, you can pick your favorite lacrosse team. Just like this week, you pick your favorite horse.
5: But like I said, I'm working tomorrow, but anyone who wants to know how many teams are actually in the field, they can watch the selection show tomorrow.
2: Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be tuned in for that. Uh, That's must-see TV.
5: Because someone said, What time is it on? What time and what channel? Lacrosse is definitely better than hockey.
2: What time and what channel is the lacrosse on? I think
5: it's ESPN. I think it's like 7.30. Prime time but I think it's right after after the – well, no, maybe the Big Ten championships in the afternoon Hmm. Mm -hmm. because I don't look at the times because I'm working all through the night anyway.
2: Right, okay. So
5: So, so I'm not really – So
2: tune in for the lacrosse selection uh, program on ESPN at 7.30 or thereabouts. All right. Thanks, Calvin. I'm sure the people will be lined up for that.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, like if you're a diehard lacrosse fans, just a question of how many of them are.
2: Yeah, I, I think there's probably seven or eight, mm-hmm. at least. Let's let's go to Tony next. Hello, Tony, you're on the home team. Good afternoon, gentlemen.
5: How y'all a- doing? Good, Good afternoon, afternoon, Tony. Tony. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get y'all's opinion. I'm I'm not sure if you talked about it yet about the Bucks drafting the kicker in the fifth round. What do you think about that?
2: You know, I, I I have one that I don't have a problem with it at all because, as I've said before, the kicker is the leading scorer on the team, and I like having competition rather than just handing the job to uh, Cairo, who was who the, the kicker last year. At the end
3: of last year. At the
2: end of last year. I like having a good competition, and I think what the Bucks are looking for, Tony, is a young guy to come in and win the job and be the kicker for 10, 12 years, something that hasn't happened maybe in the history of the franchise.
3: Well, and, and I... They've been trying that for a while, yeah. Y- yeah, I yeah, know. Of course, they 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 draft... Well, where they get really criticized for it is because they just, uh, you know, recent, in recent years, drafted Roberto oh. Aguayo. Of course, that was a number two overall pick, and that uh, that failed uh, miserably. Look, if uh, the kicker, uh, Matt Gay, turns oh. out to be a, a solid kicker and is with them for a long, long time, I think it will, it will have been proven to have been uh, the, the correct pick. I think it's uh, worth I, a try. It's worth a try. I, I just questioned that if, you, if you're going to pick a kicker, but you're not going to draft a running back or you're not going to draft as many defensive linemen, I, I just it, it almost seems like, okay, well, maybe you prioritize the kicker more than you did those other positions, when reality is you, you could probably get a decent kicker Outside of a draft, I think a lot of teams do that. Right, they right. T- typically pick up the kickers outside of of drafting them. So that that would be you, the only criticism there.
5: Yeah, you, you all. I don't know. You all remember what the old coach John McKay when he said kickers were a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, do y'all th- still think that applies
1: nowadays?
2: I don't. I don't at all. Okay. I, especially now that they've moved the extra point back, it's where it's more of a skill than it is it was in the past. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's key. And I think you're getting longer field goals attempted more regularly. You're yeah, maybe them. they
4: should mm-hmm. uh, see if Sebastian Janikowski will come out of retirement for one year <laughs> and uh, and play for the, yeah. uh, the bucks But yeah, I agree with them
2: trying to find a young talent that's going to grow with the franchise that's going to be here for a long time. I right. mean, when you look at teams like the Patriots, the Colts had a had a kicker there for a long time. Saints had a kicker for a long sure, time. Sure, sure.
3: And and, and it's, I think the Bucks need that. And I think a kicker is, is is very important. And the Bucks have tried. I mean, listen, let's They they this is now the second kicker they've drafted. They've also uh, brought in various um, veteran kickers uh, if for just for reasons unknown. They just uh, mm-hmm. they just haven't worked. They just fold, folded under the pressure. Yeah. Tony, you yeah. want to get in our yeah, Kentucky folks, Derby?
5: Work. Well, the only horse I know is Secretariat. Is he running today?
2: No, I think he's long (laughs) since retired. All right, Tony. Thanks so much. Thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate it. We're going to hit our final break, and we'll come back and wrap things up on the home team on AM860 and FM93.7. The answer. Attention, churchgoers. Are you looking for something to do right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line for a crowded restaurant. The best part? A ticket to the game with brunch is just $17 per person in advance $21 day of the game. Every Sunday home game at Spectrum Field on U.S. 19 in Clearwater. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta, sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com. Or better yet, visit in person. 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. Paul Porter here. We're talking with Pastor Matt Roden, the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church. One of the things I like about Pastor Matt Roden is that he says the things that i'm thinking and i also like your blank stare into the camera or your blank stare at the congregation to kind of say okay i don't even have to say anything you know what you're thinking there it is that, there that's there it kind is. of what you're doing isn't right
1: right where does yeah it, it's really fun to have a real conversation about topics that really a lot of people are very interested in trying to trying to figure out okay you know i understand god loves me but i don't always feel that way I have doubts, I have struggles, I have fears, and those kind of things. I think we get very practical, very grassroots on those things, but at the same time, we have to have a little humor, and you have to have those moments where we just can kind of laugh at not only me, but laugh at ourselves. This
0: Sunday, you're invited to services at Grace Family Church, 930 and 1130 at any of their five area campuses. See what's in store. At justtrygrace.com.
2: Great family fun is waiting for you at Advent Health Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar. Did you know that many NHL players and Olympic hopefuls train at Advent Health Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley chapel come and enjoy all the fun advent health center ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the tampa bay area and we welcome you back to the home team on am 860 and fm 93.7 the answer glad to have you uh with us i, I got your book here jason i see that yes And i, I found a good one here that oh, i wanted good. to share Attending a wedding for the first time, a little girl whispers to her mother, why is the bride all dressed in white? Uh, because that's the color of happiness, explained the mother, and today is the happiest day of her life. The child thought about uh, this for a moment and said, okay, if the white is for happiness and that's the happiest day of her life, why is the groom wearing black?
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Worst day. laughs> Child's very perceptive.
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely well we look forward to the Rays this weekend and uh, I think I'm really looking ahead to next weekend because yes. the Yankees are in town for a three-game series and then the weekend after that the Rays go to Yankees well,
3: it's always a big deal and I'm mean, of course in that and the Yankees well Yankees and Rays are the, are the top two in that division right now mm-hmm. Yankees have come on strong Boston's still struggling a little bit you, you expect them to get on track but right now it's Rays and Yankees and yeah these I mean even though it is early those it can make a big difference especially looking back later on in the season you could and, look back at these two se- uh, series and we'll,
2: we'll also see what happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs yes I love the promo that NBC does previously on the Stanley Cup playoffs yes it kind of sounds like a soap opera yeah. not to say that it's scripted but
3: uh, yeah. just... hey, hey, don't forget about uh, uh, better BF versus Kalajic there
2: tonight. you go We'll My talk headway. to you again next Saturday at eleven o'clock on the home team on AM eight sixty and FM ninety three point seven. The
3: answer.
0: News, insight, passion. FM ninety-three point seven, AM eight sixty, W two two nine DJ WGUL, the needed the answer.